Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. All right, let's get uh, to some of the stuff that happened with the Phillies this week. We'll get to Price in a second, but but speaking of Girardi real quick, we haven't talked since the press conference. Yeah. I want to say, like, the best introductory press conference I can remember, but it's really the best since Bryce Harper, but those two are the best I can remember in a long time. Yeah, well, for such a bad press conference <laughs> two weeks prior. Well, it's unbelievable. It's like you like the worst press conference we've seen to one of the better ones. And also, of course, coming in off of the way Gabe speaks to the media and that whole thing, Girardi was just perfect. He was so refreshing. Yeah, he, he knocked it out of the park. Knocked and, it and like, out of the park. He just, he just seemed like such a good... Genuine dude. Genuine's um, a good word for it. That was the word I, I used. There was well. a good amount of uh like say this. Well fluff in there. Yeah, well oh for sure. The bullpen ERA and Yeah. Yeah. And they they, they, they definitely injured. like gave him some bullet points. Hey Joe, could you kinda hit these for us? And he definitely went a little overboard with the the Phillies are the winning, you know, the yeah. winning franchise. Real like, winning tradition. You mentioned, like, the winning teams of the 90s. There was one, Joe. Only one. One team in the 90s that won. Only one. Yeah. But I appreciated the effort there. Yeah. <laughs> but if Gabe did it, everyone's having a meltdown. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. But the way, the way that he delivered it was good. Everything, he, he felt genuine. And I just, I think, I just think that for the common baseball fan in this town, to them, they feel like they got a manager, a baseball guy, a guy they can believe in. And, like, I don't think you're going to see the fans give up on a team as quickly as you saw under Gabe. I agree with you. I agree. People just gave up on those teams because no one believed in Gabe Kaplan as fans. And no one showed up. I mean, if this team's in first place next year, people are going to show up. Yeah, and look, it's a great point. And he just, he seemed real with us. Uh, That was something I said to you a lot with Gabe, where, where it was just, just be real, just Treat us like we're actual human beings that you're talking to and not, you know, some automaton or something. Girardi felt genuine. He, he was impressive. He felt like a, a manager, like a leader, someone who's, you know, can command a room, command a clubhouse. And like we've said before, I mean, he walks in with some serious cachet. Like yeah. That clubhouse has to look at him and say, all right, that dude won a World Series as a manager. He won three World Series as a player. He played in the bigs for 14 years. He's managed two teams like... That dude has a resume. That dude has at least something that when he speaks, I should listen. And not every player is like that, whatever. But I think for the the leaders of the locker room, the Harpers, the Romutos, I think Girardi's a perfect hire. I think so, too. Um, I, I just uh, I think there's this common narrative or a common thought place between a lot of Phillies fans or a good amount of Phillies fans that, like, a manager, whatever, doesn't mean that much. And I just... I just think we're going to learn a lot this season that managers are still important. Mm-hmm. I think he's – I just – they're not going to go down to Miami and lose like they did this year, the 19-11 to 11 game. Like, yeah. I just don't think that will happen. Like, I, I think he's going to have these guys ready to play. I think they want to play for him. I think they're going to play hard. There will be accountability There's going to be accountability. I just think that I, – I, I think we're going to be surprised at how much a manager is going to affect this team. I, I don't think Gabe held back the Phillies, but I just think that the heightened level of – of awareness almost 
is going to get more out of these guys. I 100% agree. It's not that Girardi's going to be that much of a better in-game manager than Gabe. No. We he both he uses the numbers. He, yeah, he does the same thing. He does. And yes, he'll use his gut. And I think that it's important to have pushback on a front office that we don't trust the analytics and how they employ them. Oh, my God. I think have, just- we, have we done a podcast <laughs> since, since like no one talked about it? But they gave Gabe Kapler bad numbers. I know. And then they were like, I fire know. him. Get him out of here. And like Gabe was set up to fail. I like Gabe. I'm glad Joe Girardi's here. But like the BS of... Oh, we're gonna give this guy bad information. Make him. They made him use it. Well, that's the problem. Is they they controlled him. Like right. he was not. He didn't get to make his own decisions. They controlled him, and then they, and gave, they gave him bad, bad information. information. Well, that's Farhan Zahidi's not gonna that, do that. No, but the point is with Girardi. That's that's. I wanted someone here who could push back and say, "Why are you guys doing this this way? You know, this is stupid, or these numbers don't add up, or whatever, or hey." If you teach this this way, it, people will understand it better, or whatever. Like someone who will push back and not just say because Matt Clentag tells him this is what you do. But like no, 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 I'm Joe Girardi. I got a little clout here too. I was hired by John Middleton. We all know that. So I think that's important to have there. So uh, I, I'm with you. But um, back to the um, forgot what I was saying prior to the the back to the numbers part there brian price the podcast right yeah the the guy we haven't talked about we'll get there the joe jordy press conference we'll get there yeah oh um i forget anyway it's a, it's a. I I had I had I talked to Joe Girardi. Um, you talk. Oh, and you had him on the afternoon show. Yeah, he came on the afternoon show. I talked to him and I said we'll be back in thirty seconds. That so was that's it, my huh? interaction with I Joe Girardi. I told him to say, "Hey, you should have said high hopes, Potter. You should have said, "Hey, you need a pitching coach." You had your chance. I did. I did. I blew with Joe Girardi. Um, next time I will be better. So anyway, back to now that I remember what I was going to say about Girardi. It was a nice little filler. Thank you. Um, I, the idea just that, like you said, the 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 clubhouse leadership i think that that's the it's not that he's necessarily going to be that much better as an in-game manager as kapler but it's it's the other stuff it's it's the managing the personalities it's the setting accountability it's the getting getting everyone ready to play every day all that type of stuff i think is going to be so much better with girardi than it was with kapler because what for all of his you know again good in-game manager but the guys just didn't listen to him the way he needed them to. Yeah, and I think it's going to help a lot from the standpoint of Bryce, uh, Bryce and and Real Muto both were leaders last year for mm-hmm. really the first time. Absolutely, and certainly for the first time, at least Real Muto on a good team. Yeah, right. So now Girardi, a, I shouldn't say good team on a potentially good team. They were an okay right. team, an average. Yes, team. he's going. Yes. Well, he's going from horribly Horrible bad to yeah. a better team. Let's say. Um, but I think that those guys needed help, and I, I just. The cult, it's so hard to build a culture when guys are brought in from the outside. Like, like because the players there are going to be like, who are you? You're, yeah. You've been here for a minute. Like, that's that's what makes baseball different is and why you rarely see teams that are building an offseason figure it out. Mm-hmm. Like, the Yankees to an extent, but also when they brought in Burnett, Sabathia, Teixeira, I mean, I mean they always had the Jeter was already there. there. Yeah, like they had they had that there. What the Phillies tried yeah. to do this offseason was, let's bring in Real Muto, let's bring in Bryce Harper. I mean, they had a core group of guys who were always there. Rivera, Pettit, right. you know, Jeter, Posada, like, those guys were, the core, Bernie Williams for a while before that, too, obviously. Like, those were the guys who kind of kept it together, and then obviously Paul O'Neill and Tina Martin. They had a lot of guys who stayed for a long time, but I'm very with you. That that makes a difference. It ma- you need to have a leadership 
Like, again, you can't have guys just come in and be the leaders and expect everyone to just fall in love. Right, and Hoskins is 26. Aaron yeah, Nola is very quiet. And the other guy before getting hurt who was one of those type yeah. of guys as well and, and yep. also coming in that offseason. Yep. I mean, that's hard to do. It's really hard to do. All right, Brian Price. Man, I'm excited. I really, I know. I'm really, really excited. So, like, for for those who don't know, Jack was not excited about the potential of Larry Rothschild. So, uh, and that looked like there was a. I I, I, I texted James. I said, James, <laughs> we might need to do an emergency <laughs> podcast know. because they listen, and we cannot let them hire Larry yeah. Rothschild. And and it, I mean, to the point where he got asked about Larry Rothschild in his opening yeah. press conference, like people really thought this was going to happen. And I thought his answer was like, I thought. After reading his answer, I was like, well. It made me feel better, yeah. Gonna, really? I thought it was the opposite for oh, me. Oh, I see. I thought it was oh, like, I thought, I thought it, was... it was just a fluff, like, yeah, Larry's great. You know, I've, I've really worked well with him and all that, but we'll see what happens. No, nah, I thought a sign still delivered. Wow. I was so, so upset. thank God it wasn't. So, t- so talk on price. So, well, first, let me just explain why I didn't like Larry, Lo- Larry sure, Rothschild. Yeah. So, Larry Rothschild has been there forever, and he is a, a pure, like, slider guy, and he is very rigid in his beliefs. So, like, it, Sonny Gray goes there as a awesome curveball guy can't get the most out of him because he wants to throw a slider and not throw his best pitch james paxton this year terrible in the first half talks to carlos beltran beltran's like you should throw your knuckle curve more figures it out goes out and, and is dominant luis Severino comes up in 2017 looks like the next pedro martinez mm-hmm. hasn't even come close to being back. partially with injuries but agree but he's pitch tipping the red sox know mm-hmm. it larry rochelle didn't know it chad green also pitch tipping goes down triple a they figure out what happened there he goes back up larry's not even close larry's, larry's not even <laughs> larry's sniffing no idea sniffing the issue so i just think he's a dinosaur on the way out and i'm very very glad he's not here now brian price so when i first heard the name and i saw it coming out i was like i just i just i don't i didn't want this to be a super old school yeah. coaching staff i want a little bit of innovation of course i would like to see them think outside the box like the yankees are, are going with a, a driveline pitching guy as their pitching coordinator he's gonna make the hire but still like that's a really smart guy making a decision for Absolutely. the yankees so sure. that's the yankees so i just didn't want to get caught up in the stone age of, of baseball i was nervous about that and i initially i was worried about that with brian price but where i got to with brian is i like I'll, that your first name now of course, <laughs> <laughs> I like that he. I like that he has managerial experience. Me too. I like that he's fiery. I like that a lot. By I mean, the way, seventy-seven f bombs in, in six minutes. minutes. It's impressive. I, That's a lot of f bombs, dude. I I love that intensity. I feel like this team needs some intensity sometimes. Well, so. I think the young pitchers need a kick in the ass. Oh yeah, yeah. You could think of yeah. in particular. Yeah, I mean, we're, I already t- I tweeted out today. We're back. Are we back? Yeah. Hey, break out Pavetta's back on, baby. Oh, they better not get rid of him. Anyway, um, so he's the he was the 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 pitching coach for the Mariners teams back from 01 to 06. Um, they got bad towards the end, but his first couple of years, like he was getting a lot of a lot out of Joel Pinheiro and, I, and uh, Jimmy yeah. Moyer. Uh, and I, then he goes I to some shares of Joel and Pinheiro in fantasy over the years. Yeah, and then he went to the Do- uh, Diamondbacks, and like that's where he got Dan Heron, turned him into what he was. Um, Brandon Webb obviously went on that nice little run out there. His yeah, last, did he help Brandon went help me win a fantasy title with that Cy Young year. Yeah, his last year, Scherzer came up. Um, he's in, and then obviously he goes to Cincinnati, and in his like. The last two years there, because I, I want to see what his, you know, when the game is kind of starting to trend towards analytics, I want to see what he was doing. Um, and in his last two years there, I mean, they were like fourth in the NL and in, in ERA. They had the most strikeouts in the league, the third least amount of walks in the league. So, like, he's focusing on good things, strikeouts, limiting walks. Um, and just from what I've heard, he's, he's a really good mechanical guy. And th- this team needs a mechanical guy. They need a guy that can teach mechanics because, like, I, I like this, we'll get into Robert Stock later, but, like, is his name Robert Stock? I forget. Yeah, Robert yeah, Stock. Okay. I don't know why I 
completely blanks on my new. You've been talking my, about his the emergency bot all day. <laughs> um, I like, call him Bob Stock. Yeah, go ahead. Big shot, Bob Stock. Yeah. Um, like, like Chris Young, I think is a really smart guy, and I want to see him kept around in, in the organization. Not a good mechanics guy, so I just think uh, Price is going to get a lot out of that, and just the fact that. Just the fact that the Padres wanted him, he said no. The Diamondbacks wanted him, he said no. And he was in the run for the Red Sox job, even with Haim being there. I think that says something. Yeah, I, I, those and, are smart teams, well-run teams. And I think it's, I think it's interesting that, like, guys want to come coach with Joe Girardi, and that's what you get when you get a Joe Girardi. You get a guy that people want to come coach with. You want to build a staff with, and they are really building a good staff. Like they're they're building a good staff. You have yeah. Brian Price, Rob Thompson already there. Not who, pitching staff. No, they're getting there. <laughs> we'll get um, there. Rob Thompson with Joe Girardi. Perfect, Matt. I mean, like I, I love having guys who have a mind meld there. Like that's an important thing to have your bench coach and your manager be on the same page. Yes, and 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 know what like that he can check Girardi, know that he can kind of push back at times and all that. Like he knows him well enough that that has to be that type of relationship. So I think that's I think it's huge. Yeah, and you look at the Braves staff. I mean the Braves have Snitaker, but they also have Ron Washington. Mm-hmm. They've a bunch of guys who have done it. Yeah. Who have been there. So well, I love that with Price. That as I said, but I think hiring a former a guy who's managed before that I just think that matters. Having that experience, understanding what the manager is going through on a day to day basis and how you tailor what you what? do to help with that. And communicating Yeah, and commu- absolutely like the pitching stuff. Like totally. If he's in the if he's in the manager's chair, he knew how frustrating it was when his pitching coach and him were not on the same page. Totally. So I think I think I think it's big. And then Bobby Dickerson, obviously. So it's a really experienced, interesting Interesting staff. I think I think Dante Bichette's going to be the hitting coach. Ooh, um, breaking news there. Not breaking news, but I think he's going to be the hitting Little coach. Birdie type of thing. If he wants to be it. So Ooh, I like that name. I mean, we. I don't think. I don't know if hitting brings, coach. If he brings the steroids, with him. <laughs> I don't know if hitting coach matters. Doesn't matter as but, much as. But I mean, I'll take a guy who hit well in the majors. Sure. Yeah, I mean, we, the most recent team who's the hitting coach for was the Rockies in 2013, and that team raked. But. They also played in Colorado, yeah. so it's hard to tell. Yeah, but like yeah. they had like they had like I looked through the lineup today. They had like seven guys batting in the two nineties or higher, which is pretty good. Which is interesting. I obviously have no idea about Dante yeah. Bichette, but I think he's going to be the hitting coach. Okay, I like that. Why not? And it does look like they're putting together a great staff. And to your points on Price, I, I think it's really good that, that smart teams wanted him. I, yeah. I think that matters. And the fact that he chose the Phillies, I do agree. Is I think that's a clear indication. I mean, look, maybe the Phillies offered him more money. That's certainly possible. And hey. It would be really smart. Why not? You know, try and get him in any way you can. But I, I think the biggest, if I had to guess or infer what it is, it's that he wanted to come work with Joe Girardi. That Joe Girardi asked and he said, yeah, I'm going to go work with that guy. I mean, Lavello, you're a great dude. You know, uh, uh, Jace Tingler, I never heard of you, but you <laughs> seem like a good guy. I'm going to go work with Joe Girardi. Yeah. I think that mattered. Well, Joe Girardi has cachet. Yeah. And I like that my manager has cachet. Me too. I love it. It's really cool. Yeah. Like, it's a cool feeling uh, that Joe Girardi is our guy. Yeah. We got the guy part two. We got the, the new Joe G of Philadelphia yes, sports. Yes, the only Joe G. The only Joe G. Now it's just Joe Ilio. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. I enjoy that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think we're both very, very bullish on the price hire. And uh, I'm excited. I think that also just having someone who has after Chris Young, who again not just not a bad, not a good mechanics guy, but also someone who clearly just wasn't great at relating to and explaining things to pitchers. Like he just clearly that the, you heard enough things where he had a breakdown from trying to take what he knew and and 
relay it to the pitcher in a, a way that worked, way that digestible, all that type of stuff. And Brian Price clearly has a long history doing that. Yeah, and this staff really liked working under Rick Kranitz the year before, and I think they just wanted another old schoolish guy that could, um, you know, kind of get through these guys. And and they and hurl they, some f bombs their way when they're not oh, doing things. Hurl right. a bunch of <laughs> I just, like what are these guys going to think when they walk to spring training this year? They're going to walk in and be like, um, last time I was told I didn't need an alarm clock. Uh, where's the Fortnite setup? We usually yeah. have like a station like in each room. What's uh, what's happening here? We got to do PFPs today. Wait, are you saying we're like actually playing baseball? We have to do base <laughs> running drills. What are we twelve? Listen, yes. Give me Bring all it, the fundamentals. Oh, I'm so ready. I'm so ready. I it want people fe- running laps when oh, they make an error. Yeah. I want all of it. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. I, I, it feels like we have It feels like we have baseball back. And I'm excited to see what it's going to be like. like Jack, and, and it, it feels like we got some baseball guys. Yeah. I, mean, I like baseball guys. Me too. Well, especially because I don't think we can say the same about the front office, but at least we've got baseball guys on the field level now. Yeah, which is fine. If, uh, if uh, you, uh, yeah, I'll if take If you want to use the uh, – Obviously, the analytics and whatnot. I think they should be using game in game managing. Mm-hmm. Um, use them to, to evaluate players, bring in some good players and and whatnot. And yes, let them go from there. Sign Garrett Cole. Sign Garrett Cole. Yeah. Sign Garrett Cole. I don't get the I don't get the Zach Wheeler thing. Like people are way too like, way too gung ho on like what Zach Wheeler is. Zach Wheeler is a perpetual disappointment. Yeah, he. I mean, he had that one good year. Yeah, he's talking like four one hundred for him. And I was like, "Well, just don't sign Garrett Cole. Just sign Wheeler and like Cole Hamels." It's like that's not that's it's not, not the same thing. It's not the same thing. No, it's not the same. Thing. I think it's crazy. I'm cool if you want to bring back Cole. Hamels. I want. I actually want Cole back. I think. I think that's a perfect kind of the second tier signing for them. Like, great, yeah, perfectly fine. Yeah. If you want to bring back Cole Hamels, it's a good whatever. But like, yeah, he's your four starter. Can we just relax at the whole? Oh, just bring in Wheeler and and whatever. I didn't know the that only, was a thing, but yes, we can. The only it. pitchers really worth investing this offseason are Strasburg. Strasburg. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's I, it. I, why? Why? Are, first off, I, I don't. I just don't know what we're gonna get from Zach Wheeler and to give him four hundred or five four ninety or I whatever. Could, honestly, and I know he's. I'd rather give that money to Bumgarner, and I don't think Bumgarner is like. Like great shakes for whatever, but I I could believe that Bumgarner could figure out how to adjust and become a really good pitcher into his mid thirties before I'm gonna bet a bunch of money on Wheeler putting it all together. I'd rather just sign either. Right, I agree with you. I'm just saying in either or. I I'm with you. Sign Garrett Cole. Sign Garrett Cole or Strasburg or Strasburg. Either or, gravy. Yeah, I'm good. All right, uh, Robert Sock. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm excited. I, tell, tell, first of all, tell people who he is. Okay, so Robert Sock. a fair amount of listeners who don't know. Was claimed off waivers today by the Phillies. <laughs> like, I love that you make it seem like Bob Stock is this this big, big deal. So I just want to make sure people knew who he was. Hey, James, guess what? What? I'm buying stock. Oh, no, you didn't. Oh, man. Unbelievable. You're not a dad. I'm a dad. Those are my <laughs> type of jokes. Right I there. don't know. I only do dad jokes. But. Um, so he's claimed off waivers and their 40 man roster is pretty stacked. So like, it seemed like a numbers crunch and, and getting him is, is, is interesting. So two years ago, he's unbelievable. He had like a 280 RA and struck out a ton of guys. And I think this year in triple A struck out 40, a 48 and 26 innings, um, which is just like, oh, I mean, <laughs> I mean, crazy numbers. This, but the, the problem is this year the the walk skyrocketed, so he's only striking out like eight point nine per nine, and then he was walking six point eight per nine, hey which yo, is terrifying, great. terrifying. That's but a lot of walks. but here's the Robert Stock case: is that amazing two years ago? 
throws 98 to 100. Thank God. Didn't know that was allowed. No. Has yeah, a, are you sure Matt Glenn allowed him to be signed? Has a hammer slider. He ne- he was hurt last year, so and I think his mechanics suffered for him. So he watched Robert Stock from two years ago, which I did today, and then you watch him from last year. It's like a different pitcher. Like it's like he doesn't have the same for, uh, ferocity. Sure, yeah, um, ferocity. in 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 his mechanics. Good job by you there. Also, like his shoulders evened out from 2018 to 2019, so he didn't have the same kind of leverage. He needs to get back to creating leverage with his upper half. Um, and I think I think a guy like Brian Price will be able to figure that out. And I think they, I legit think they got a diamond in the rough. Wow! I think that. And what, so, what's his ceiling with this team? I don't know, like a like a seventh, eighth inning guy. Yeah, that's what I'm asking. Like yeah. he could be a seventh, eighth inning guy for you. Listen, when you're a, when you're throwing, 100, can he be a multiple inning guy? Uh, I don't think so. He wasn't. He's pretty much been a uh, one inning reliever. Yeah, for most of his career. Um, but if you throw 9800, you could be a closer too. That's right. why. Well, I asked. let's. Not we're not there yet. Um, Skilling, but yeah. So 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 in 32 games last in 2018, he pitched to a 2.5 ERA, um, and he, he only struck out 8.6 per nine, but walked under three last year. Struck out 12.5 per nine, but walks walks 6.8. So like, to me, in watching his film, he is a reclamation project that has a ton of stuff. It was really good two years ago. Then experienced pitching coach like Brian Price should be able to get the most out of. Uh, look, I uh, bullpen pitching can be so fickle. weird. Yeah, it's fickle year year. for year to year. So I, I love that idea. Go find someone who throws hard, who has shown they can do it, and and try and fix them. I, I think that's an awesome, awesome under the radar move. Obviously, I don't think they're oh, awesome. Make, it's like a it's an interesting. I, I I like that those are the types of moves they're looking to make. That that's smart baseball. But again, obviously, you could also not work and and that was that but I, I like that those they're attempting to make those types of moves obviously they're not curing the problem but speaking of the bullpen real quick can we uh can we say a, a quick never want to see you again pat neshek never again i'm so happy i've never been more happy to see a team decline an option like Peace, bro. Don't want anything to do with you ever again. Go do your weird baseball card stuff somewhere else. Don't need you. Um, Thanks for nothing. Um, nothing. I would. I honestly, I would have picked up the option just so I could have seen Girardi, Girardi's facial expression <laughs> when when Nishek said, "Yeah, I can't go today." <laughs> I mean, I think Brian Price would go on another. <laughs> I know that bum rant. Yeah, like Patty. Kidding me? Like seriously, you just pit, like you just pitched three days ago. You can't come out and suck it up for an oh, inning. God, such a baby. I'm so happy to see him gone. I le- like legit happy not to root for that guy anymore. Next is Arietta. <laughs> yeah, thank God. We're uh, so close. We'll, we will throw a party. We're gonna have a high hopes party somewhere, some bar. You can come if you want. You don't have to. We're gonna go have beers when Jake Arietta is no longer Philly. It's gonna be awesome. Everyone in the city is gonna have more money. Think about that. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Think about that. Everyone's a little richer oh, when Jake Arrieta's beautiful thing, my friend. Oh, uh, that twenty million dollars were just uh, pissing down the drain, wasted away. Uh, like just yeah. you set it on fire. Is that one of the like? That's definitely one of the worst contracts in recent. Fo- and I mean, Nam. I mean, we're coming straight off the Howard contract. Yeah. Well, yeah, the Howard contract, but at least with Howard. He was Ryan Howard. Yeah, for and here, like we didn't get any of the good Jake Arietta. We just got the crap Arietta. Yeah, we got sinker baller. We got dog crap Arietta. Yeah, we got, we got Derek. God, Lowe I hate that guy. Group. He had one start. 
one, and I know he was good in that Boston start, but only the the start again at home against Pittsburgh. Yeah, was the only time in the entire time he was the Philly, with with the Phillies that I watched him. and I was like, oh, that that's Jake Arrieta, like that's old school Arrieta. One time, Jack. Uh, he was really good in that Boston start too. I don't well, want to like the Diamondback start that later in that year where in Gabe terms of where the ball the was just dancing and yeah, moving. Well, yeah, well, he had bone spurs. What that's a horrendous why. signing. Not horrible. What has Matt Clentag done? Even at the time where Hi, by, yeah, let's by the way, high and blue, oh, just just kill us now. We're gonna look back in a year and be like, oh crap. <laughs> yeah, because Clentag will be gone in a year, and we're gonna be like, oh, uh, if we had done this a year ago, we could I. Time. Yeah. Well, I mean. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank God for Joe Girardi. Oh my goodness. I would be like, and I know we talked ourselves into Dusty or Buck. Like, screw that. Like, I would have been when it got close to Girardi. If it had somehow fallen through, like, I I legit would have been devastated that it wasn't Girardi. Like, thank God we got Girardi. Yeah. He's saved everything. <laughs> I know it's so ridiculous, but my whole positivity around the Phillies is because they got Joe Girardi. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.